Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Today's sponsor is Gamefly, where you can find over 8,000 new releases as well as classic games available to rent for a low monthly fee. Sign up and get a free month at gameflyoffer.com sbfvgs. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 49. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike, the Platinum Plutocrat, Lopez. I don't know what that word means. <laughs> yeah, I've never so, heard that word well, before in my life. You are in That's luck. a $5 word right there. You are in luck because, <laughs> because Merriam-Webster defines Plutocrat as... Well, a platinum plutocrat, let's say, mm. as one whose wealth of platinums gives him power or influence, oh one of the platinum plutocracy. Wow. I like it. So there you okay. go. That is yeah. so fancy. And, and that other voice you hear is David Too Good for Vita Tate. <laughs> you know, I actually heard that the Vita got a new like jailbreak that you could like install custom firmware. And it actually oh, like lets you man. get down to the Vita level instead of because all the all the previous Vita hacks had been through the PSP emulation, and so this one is actually in the Vita firmware. So I don't know if that's uh, anyway. There's emulators and stuff coming, and oh yeah, that kind of yeah, made me interested like, a little bit. It sounds kind of like you're talking about something that's in the news. Oh, is but it? I, okay. But I won't. I, I digress. Yeah, I, I don't know. But hey, <laughs> thank you for that wonderful introduction. Adam grown-up Redding. I'm a grown-up now. Thank you're you. Grown up. And, <laughs> Thank and, you. And why is that that you're a grown-up, exactly? Because I'm tired. Yeah, you're tired all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when you're grown-up, you're just, you're just tired all the time, and you talk about how tired you are, and you listen to other people talk about how tired they are and all so the time. And so, I wanted to say, so I wanted to add something to this tweet, uh, but I didn't have the time. But now, we're on the podcast, and I've got nothing like, I wanted time. to add something, but I was just too tired. Yeah, I was too tired. No, but, <laughs> so, that's, that's being adult until you're about, I would say, 65 to 70, mm. and then... You don't talk about how tired you are all the time. Well, you you do still, but then you also talk about who's in the hospital all the time. Oh, oh, so and so. Did you hear so and so's in the hospital? Oh, yes. Yeah, way so-and-so. to bring it down. <laughs> so and so <laughs> has got the, the the liver damage. You know. Yeah. In this the this podcast is about video games and the inevitability <laughs> of death. <laughs> hey, there's a video game coming out about the inevitability yeah, of death. So I know. It's only and fitting. pizza parties. Yeah. And pizza uh, parties, night yeah. in the woods. Night mm-hmm. in the woods. Uh, the super best friends video game sleepover podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table to discuss one burning topic from the world of gaming but mm. first what are you gentlemen playing i, I want to start um so this is not a game but i have to talk about it real quick 
Wait, wait. I don't know. I asked what games are you playing. I don't care. I've been playing Stranger <laughs> Things. Oh, Stranger Things is so good. Oh, it's so I haven't good. watched it yet. Oh, Mike. Yeah. I finished oh, you gotta it. Watch it. We, uh, the wife and I just finished it uh, earlier this week. So so good, Mike. I love. Gotta love that eighties, seventies, <sighs> late late seventies kind of analog synth soundtrack. And yeah, it sounds just like the Mass Effect soundtrack because that's another game I've been playing recently. Oh, look out! I've been streaming it actually on our YouTube. Oh well, yes. on our Twitch, and then it's been archiving on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mass Effect One, the very first one. Are you going to go through the whole series? Because I missed the challenge or the <clears throat> resolution to do this. Well, Being, I, I mean, you know, I was never gone the last episode to do it, but I just kind of think I want to do it. So yeah, I think I am why wouldn't you? Well, I mean, it is. So the only thing about streaming this is that it's actually kind of it's it's hard. It's it's tiring. You have to be entertaining the whole time that you're playing. And Mass mm. Effect, the, all the Mass Effect games are really long. Yes. So that's a huge commitment. So I'm going to say definitely the first one, probably the second one. And we'll see about the third one, because okay. I might be super worn out by by the time I get <laughs> yeah. to the third one. So, yeah, um, but I'm having a fun time. You know, people have been showing up. Um, oh, I can't. Uh, what's his name? It's like Joseph, I think. But the by grace, I'm saved. Are, are, yeah, 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 yeah. Joseph Graham. Joseph Graham. It was Joseph. OK, um, he's been showing up a lot. And Kimmy's been around and uh, from our previous two episodes ago. Yeah, and uh, it's it's been fun. We've been been hanging out, watching uh, watching me play some Mass Effect, and then also I've been playing Overwatch because of course I have been. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> of course they, that's not even an option. That's you just are something. honor bound to play. Yeah, Overwatch, I'm honor bound you know. to play for the rest of time. Um, I have not tried Lucio Ball yet though, but I hear it's really fun. Oh, so segue. I have played Lucio Ball. Oh, Ooh. nice. All right, uh, and it's it's interesting, but it is definitely poor man's Rocket League. Poor yeah, man's? so. Yeah, if, if yeah, for, for those sure. of you who don't know what Lucio Ball even is, it's a brand new mode in Overwatch uh, that is very inspired by Rocket League. Um, what the devil you yeah. say? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just uh, almost an homage to the Rocket League. Yeah, uh, so, yeah I mean, but isn't so- isn't isn't Rocket League an homage to soccer though? I mean, like, is that really no. such a bad thing? No, uh, no soccer's Rocket boring, League, and Rocket League is the best. I think, <laughs> I think Rocket League predates soccer, as far as I know. Mm, I'm pretty sure. I don't know about that. Pretty sure. I mean, soccer. That's just that's like a brand new thing. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. So. Yeah. But yeah, it's it is interesting mode. I I I tried it out a couple of times, and that's probably all I'll ever play of it. Um, ever? Because if wow. I, well, I mean, because it's interesting. But if I if I'm in the mood to play that, I will just load up Rocket League and <laughs> get the superior version of that. Oh, okay. Uh, and if you're more than you can't play Overwatch, then you just play Overwatch. I just, I'll just play Overwatch, yeah. <laughs> which I have been doing. But what if you want to play Rocket League and get loot boxes? Hmm. Fair point. No. 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 no it's fine. <laughs> um, in addition to that, I'm playing Dying Light, um, which I know oh, is nice. not a new game. I think that came out January... 2015 yeah i bought it during the steam summer sale i just haven't touched it yet yeah it's kind of old but uh it's new to me so i'm playing that i think i'm right at the end i'll I'll probably be beating that either tonight or tomorrow night now did you get the dlc expansion or no no no, this is just the just the straight game okay oh yeah because the dlc has like uh vehicles and stuff correct it's like i have no idea basically doubles the length of the game from what i hear wow yeah yeah okay and, it, and, it's, and it's no slouch in the runtime either, right? I mean, how many hours would you say you put into it so far? Oh, I've probably put like 15 into it. Okay. Um, But I've been skipping a lot of the side quests and just kind of doing the main story mm-hmm. because I've been 
playing it with uh, with Megan, and so um, she's not gonna be super interested in me just running around town like <laughs> rooftop to rooftop. She yeah, wants story sense. development. So yeah, yeah. Um, I'll I assume once you beat the game, you can probably go back in and like do side quests and stuff. I don't know. I'm just making an assumption. Jeez, I um, hope so. Yeah, yes, I'll do it then. <laughs> but it's it's fun. Um, I I would recommend. Good time. Cool, cool. Would would play again. <laughs> so, um. I built one of those uh, fancy retro pies. You guys know about these. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. One of my coworkers is doing that, too. He bought he bought himself a little uh, NES-looking case for his oh, raspberry cool. pie. You know, that's a, that's a good idea. So I, I was given for my birthday, uh, it was a, a Raspberry Pi 3 bundle. Nice. That's so it awesome. has the case, the power supply, uh, a micro SD card, and an adapter, um, an HDMI cable, Basically everything you need. And it's got that thing has Wi-Fi and Bluetooth built in, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some of the older Pies didn't. Um, but yeah, so super simple to set up. I just downloaded the uh, retro Pie and uh, or the image, basically, and threw it onto the SD card. Mm-hmm. Plugged it in, booted it up. Um, you, can, you have to load certain emulators on there. They can't, they don't come prepackaged with say like i think the sega cd one and like playstation one mm. um but once i got those loaded into the bios folder on that and loaded some roms on it's been party time so it's been serious party time what's the most modern console it can emulate i think playstation one is the oh, okay. latest okay, yeah cool. so i'm going all the way from arcade emulators ma- uh, mame you know street fighter 2 yeah nice yeah i'm playing some street fighter 2 um <laughs> And uh, it played some Link to the Past oh, that's on awesome. SNES emulator, Crash Bandicoot, um, Mike Tyson's Punch Out, played some Rampage. Good times. That's pretty awesome. We've got some Tapper going on. <laughs> Ooh, Tapper's great. That's yeah, amazing. It's pretty awesome. Um, so, by the way, did yeah. you notice with the, the the NES thing that's coming out that Nintendo's making? Um, it's not Mike Tyson's Punch Out. It's uh, the Dream. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Punch Mr. Out with Mr. Dream. <clears throat> Which is not Mike Tyson, right? Right. Is after the whole, uh, I think it was the whole rape scandal or whatever with Mike Tyson. They pulled the remaining copies of Mike Tyson's Punch Out off the shelves and they replaced that's, it with Mr. Dream. That's so weird. So that yeah. actually happened back in NES days. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. It's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it was it's kind of crazy because I love I love having the OG version, you know, with Mike Tyson though. That's mm-hmm. that's the best way. Yeah, Mike Tyson, for sure. I think I think Mr. Dream basically played just like Mike Tyson, but I I couldn't say because I've never owned that version. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, we, that we, was a little digression yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, I know that's cool. But yeah, so playing a lot of Retro Pie, um, and it's been a while since I played this, but I just had, I I neglected to talk about it uh, on the last couple shows, and I missed last episode. And you guys did a fantastic job hey, holding thanks. down the fort. So I, I quite it was enjoyed mostly it. Mike, I think no. But I was just coughing every two minutes and then editing it out later. <laughs> that was my main contribution. Yeah, that was my contribution. <laughs> <laughs> so I played Gone Home recently when it went free uh, for PlayStation Plus. Oh, yeah, yeah. What'd you um, think? So that, was, that was probably about a month ago, actually, now. Um, so it was really good. Um, now, I feel like the game was a little bit spoiled for me because it's been out for quite a while. Yeah. And after there's like a certain statute of limitations and then basically people start spoiling things on podcasts all the time. Yeah, yeah. So after about a year, they're like, oh, well, if you if you were interested in playing it, you would have played it by now. So, <laughs> so, um, so I had some of the kind of the major story thread um, spoiled. Um, however, and I think the game was a little overhyped. I think I would have enjoyed it more if it wasn't for that. Um, but I gotta say, 
I think it's pretty rare to have a game like really convincingly lend you a perspective that is very different from your own. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I, th- I feel like gone home did that really well. Um, I mean like games will set you, of course you're, you're hopping into a different perspective with any, any game, like, you know, space Marines or hitmen or zombie apocalypse, uh, survivors or whatever it might be. But, um, but in that game, it was just a very human uh, perspective that is foreign to my own. And so I was like, I played it. It was very interesting from that standpoint. And then hmm. it wasn't until after I finished the game, I'm talking about it with Mike the next day at work. And he was like, you know, actually, did you pick up on the B story of the game? And I was like, kind of. And, hmm. and we got to talking and Mike, you were saying like, you know, all the stuff that, I mean, without any spoilers, like, yeah, I don't know how spoiler you want to get, but that B story is real good. Yeah, it was like it was all this stuff is very subtle around the house. Like if you if you really pay attention to some of the items you find and some of the things that are written down, you will pick up on this whole B story that is not the main thrust of the game at all, but it's really fascinating. Huh. Um it gives you extra context to the dad uh the the dad's story in particular. Yeah. Um so really really cool. But anyway, um I guess I have to give it a burrito rating now. That would, that would be good. I mean, you are beholden. I'm beholden to do so. I feel like, I and I've never split it this close, but I feel like I want to give it three and three quarters burritos. Whoa, man, we're getting real specific. <laughs> yeah. So, so now is that essentially out of a hundred now with with that fine? I don't think so. Uh, I think that's that's breaking it down to the. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't know I don't want to do any math right now. This is supposed yeah, to be can't. fun, David. I can't do math. It's 1133 PM. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, three and three quarters burritos uh, for gone home. <laughs> very, very, it's almost like star search. Um, <laughs> yeah. Three and a quarter star. Um, yeah. So next I played until dawn. My goodness. You oh, played yeah, yeah. a lot. Yeah, I've been busy, and it's been a little while because we did the spoiler cast, oh, that's and, true, and yeah. then we did an episode that I was not on. So it's been, a, it's been these have been piling up. So played through until dawn. Um, it, you know, it's it's that campy teen horror movie in a game that's very much like a heavy rain style uh, control scheme, and there's a lot of quick time events, but not in like an annoying way. Um, it's all just very organic when you're playing through it. Uh, very tense game. Uh, gosh, like I mentioned on one of the last podcasts, uh, I had approached last of us levels of shoulder tension, um, uh, <laughs> in several places and had to take breaks. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think something they did really well in the game is that they set up these kind of genre tropes, um, and then they subvert them in interesting ways later. So they, they set you up thinking, oh, this is going to be exactly like every teen horror movie. And then certain parts of it, they they say okay yeah we'll let it be that and then you it lets you buy into it and then they they pull the rug out from under you on certain other things so it ended up being really good hmm. um there's multiple endings you know your your characters can totally die permadeath and uh you know that's our metal band but also it's a <laughs> thing that can happen in this game um then uh yeah just I guess my only critique is that the dialogue can be a bit lazy in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they rely on a lot of swearing for impact. You know, like Mike, we've talked about this, like where I I think that lyrics, um, like say song lyrics that have a lot of swearing in them for impact. Like I think that's lazy writing. Um, and same with movie dialogue or game dialogue, just because it's not, it's not that a game that has a lot of swearing 
has to be lazy writing. Like the last right. of us is a great example of it not being that case, but you know, so it is the shortcut or like comedians, you know, comedians, a lot of times when they're not that funny, they'll swear and it makes it funnier. Oh, you know, man, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's less about being approved and more like that. It, it, it tends to lack a little more content than it could have. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's a shortcut um, to a laugh or to uh, emotional impact where if you just wrote a little bit better, maybe it, it wouldn't be, you wouldn't need it. But anyway, like look at the greats, Radiohead. There's like no swearing anywhere because they know what they want to say in a in a poetic way. I can think of at least three songs where they swear. My <laughs> <friend>. <laughs> I yeah okay so fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, so burrito rating for until dawn. Four mm. out of five. Four out of five burritos. Okay. Wow! Wow! That's, yeah, that's loved high. loved my time with it. It's, yeah, it's spooky. It's hmm. tense. It's it's funny and silly and ridiculous too, um, just because of the genre it's in and uh, it's gross. You know, <laughs> it's it's a good time. It's a good time. It's definitely worth. I think uh, one of our listeners spotted it for like twenty bucks or fifteen bucks or something on a sale and and, and grabbed it. And um, so yeah, definitely worthwhile if you can pick it up cheap. It's it's a good time. So hmm. unless you're David, then unless you will hate me it. And you laugh at jump scares. <laughs> And yeah, hate all the characters. Oh man, there's so so many jump scares in the first few hours of that game. So many. Yeah. But you know. But yeah. So that's that's what I've been playing. Well, there and, we go. And we've officially spent reviewing. 20 minutes talking about what we've been playing. <laughs> so do you guys want to? Uh, I don't know. Get into. I don't know what what comes next after this. Oh, uh, you know, David, I think it's it the, a little something we call the news. <laughs> the news. <laughs> Oh, man, speaking of which, of it's so much better time. when we're Skyping and I can see you do it. Well, oh, I mean, well, everyone now, can see it now. Yeah. If they just want to look on our Twitter, I posted a little video. Exactly. It's true. It's and the, the response, people were, were delighted and surprised, I think, by seeing <laughs> what your, person, your squished up face. I believe it was, I believe it was Casey uh, Ultima. He, um, he was like, I don't, I don't know what I expected. Like, I, I didn't really know what that, what that response meant, but yeah, yeah, most of them have been pretty positive. Yeah, it was a little Arrested Development. Meme yeah, yeah. He posted. But anyway, um, so in the news, mm-hmm. uh, Telltale's Batman Episode 1, uh, Headlander, and Abzu mm-hmm. hit PC, PSN, and some of those games hit uh, Xbox One and other places as well. So we had kind of a big couple of weeks here as far as... Uh, cool downloadable games yeah um are you guys uh jazzed to check any of those babies out you mean i really batman's I really getting play good Headlander. reviews so oh yeah yeah batman looks but, really i mean good. it's it's a telltale game i'm gonna wait till all the episodes are out because there's yeah. no way i'm gonna play it and wait three months for the next one so <laughs> yeah but i'm happy to see it's getting good reviews yeah that's cool yeah, I That's definitely cool. want to pick up Headlander. That game, that looks, game like, looks real cool. It looks right yeah, up my alley. I got I to get Headlander. That's getting really good reviews, too. Um, Plus, we got to support Anna, our, our friend Anna from yeah, Double friend, Fine. Yeah, friend of the show. Yeah. Friend of the show, Anna from Double Fine. Um, also, Abzu. That game looks amazing. It's uh, if you're not familiar, that's the art designer from uh, that game company. He left after Journey and oh. and started up this studio with a, you know a few other f- uh, folks, and that's why it has that very ethereal Journey like. Yeah, it looks um, a lot like Journey to me, and that I, yeah. it all makes sense now. Um. Yeah, same art designer and and so yeah, or art director. Um, yeah, gosh, Abzu looks awesome. That that game's getting good reviews as well. So I'm I'm swamped. 
I'm swamped. I'm <laughs> swamped for games. I'm playing NES right now, so I got to catch up <laughs> all the way through. Now, are you going through your whole backlog of shame on NES? <laughs> no, no. But I did. I did start up a Link to the Past because you know that's it's the best Zelda game ever made. It has to happen. Um, and now you know with that uh, with that Vita news item you were mentioning, David. Like, oh the, yeah, you know the Vita was hacked. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like. I'm not sure. Like, what do you guys think? Are you guys are you going to do it right away? Um, I was thinking this actually might be really good for Vita sales because I know the PSP sold like crazy, and yeah. a lot of that was on it the was back so of hackable. Yeah, a lot of that was on the back of like, oh yeah, just buy it, and then you can put a million games on it, all the games, put all the mm-hmm. games on it. <laughs> you know, so um, yeah, I, I did what, own a PSP, and I always hacked it. So yeah, always every day hacked it. Always every day <laughs> hacking. <laughs> Hacking every waking second, just every- hacking and rehacking. <laughs> <laughs> Never be playing. Think? No, no, just hacking. Just it. hacking. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm pretty interested in it. I, I think it's actually um, probably a good boost for Vita TV sales. Oh um, yeah, because that thing is already crazy that. cheap anyway. You can find Vita TVs for like as low as twenty bucks. Oh, you can crack um, that too. Oh yeah, yep, say, it's the same crack. So oh. uh, works on both devices. Um, I'm tempted to put my Vita. Um, I don't think you would get banned for doing it right now. Yeah, because... but if you try to connect, well, the, I don't think the... you ever get banned. I think what happens is uh, if you try to connect to Sony's network, once there's a newer firmware than the one that's cracked, you can't get online. I don't. Will well, they ban you? That, well, that goes two ways. So this yeah. particular crack doesn't break any of the um, of the DRM that the Vita uses for its games. Uh-huh. Um, so I would think, and I, I don't know. This is just me speculating. Um, but I would think what they'll probably do is do a firmware update, um, that would stop that functionality from working. Right. Um, yes. but how they, they could, however, include that firmware update. Like if, if something is detected like that, that it just locks you out of the store. Why would they and, do that? Well, though? that's the thing we were talking about the other day was that, you know, with everything being so connected nowadays, you know, with your, with your Vita, you know, you have cloud uploads. Say if you have play, PlayStation Plus, right? You have the ability to auto-upload cloud saves and stuff. So it's it's possible. I don't know how likely, but it's possible that someone could write malicious code into something and make it look like a save file and then infect servers, um, hmm. you know, with, with malware. So it's, it's uh, yeah, I can see within like 3.7 or whatever the next firmware update ends up being um, that, yeah, they, they may take some kind of strict measures against anything that that detects this code um but yeah so i I guess the cool thing about it for me is that once once sony completely stops supporting the vita and oh yeah and even though they kind of have but not really um they're pretending to at this point like there are still plenty of third-party publishers um atlas and and some of these others that are still bringing a ton of games to the vita especially in japan and bringing certain uh, certain of those titles over so it, you know but once that kind of slows to a trickle and there's not really much new coming out this would be a really cool thing just go ahead and hack the old vita put some emulators on there um but yeah i don't know i'm i might do the playstation tv right now because i don't really use that oh. um but i have my raspberry on my retro pie so i don't know you don't really need to i don't really need to yeah. but <laughs> i still want to because i like tinkering <laughs> yeah so yeah it's funny but, uh, when i first heard the news uh, that it was hacked i was like i kind of want to buy a ps vita now and do this <laughs> but yeah. then i was like but wait 
I remember when I had it on the PSP, every time there was a new firmware for PSP, there'd be one new feature that I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll just upgrade, and then I would lose my yeah, you custom firmware. For sure. And uh, so, I don't know. I, I think, I think, and I have this beefy PC here that I could just emulate literally any system I want up to the Wii. So, like, why why do I even need a PS Vita to hack? I don't, you know what I mean? So, I probably won't do it, but. Yeah, but, but think about this. You could be in an Uber. Going across, you know, New York City, mm-hmm. you know, big city Tate over there, just yeah. playing any old, playing, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> playing any old SNES game, play some Super Metroid. There you go. Or I could go for read it. my Kindle. <laughs> you know, like, that's my favorite thing to do in an Uber, actually. Read? Yeah. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. No, mm. video games. This is a video mm. game podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys heard about this, I'm sure. Oh, but you know what? Actually, let's double back, because... I got to say, got to hand it to Sony. They managed to keep that thing unhacked for like five solid years. Yeah, yeah. the only hacks that existed were like um, uh, through the, the, the PSP loading Right, thing. yeah. Yeah, yeah. because PSP was so severely hackable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so apparently it's pretty easy. Like you just go with your Vita in the web browser, you go to a certain website, it executes code via the browser. Oh, wow. And, and you know, it's super dead simple and just removes the file system from the walled Sony garden. And actually yeah. I've heard, I've, I read a little bit that uh, it allow you to overclock your Vita too. So you might actually be oh, getting better game performance on certain games. So pretty cool. Mm. Pretty cool. And your Vita will be on fire in your hands and it will be, <laughs> and it'll the be battery the next, will die uh, in like 30 minutes. Unquote, hoverboard situation. <laughs> yeah. And the, the battery will die in 30 minutes and then, but it'll be, it would have been running so well though. It'd be the best 30 <laughs> minutes of your life. Best 30 minutes. <laughs> your life <laughs> so um inside play dead's follow-up to limbo uh that we talked about an episode episode or two ago mm-hmm. um that has been a pc and xbox one exclusive 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 they call oh, them man um so it had its psn trophies leaked uh, maybe a week or so ago and then we, <laughs> we got an actual real announcement after that because this cat was out of the bag um, <laughs> but yeah now the game's going to be on ps4 this month so that's pretty sweet news for the for the PS4 types. Yeah, it's amazing um, how short that um the real short like exclusivity was, you know? Yeah, it was like what, a month or two? Really short, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty I short. I guess it'd be like 2 months by the time it comes out. Yeah, probably. Yeah, cuz I think I think a lot of people were assuming that it was going to be kind of like Limbo and and it would be like a year or more, you know, before it ever hit any other platforms. Um so like I know our friend of the show uh, Dustin Furman, he was like kind of bummed that he didn't wait because he's like, ah, no trophies for me, no <laughs> trophies for me. And Mike was just like mm, shaking his head, but he did I was get achievements. Very so. judgy, very judgy. <laughs> he st- he still got the achievements, which are the original form of uh, game playing tracking. So that's true. But I guess it really depends on what environment you're invested in now. You know, I'm invested in all of the environments. So. <laughs> All the yes. environments, achievements, trophies, and Steam achievements. You're a wild man. I want them all. Wild man. So, <laughs> No Man's Sky, you guys. It's coming oh, soon. I'm it's coming still real soon. worried about it. There's been a leaked copy that it, it got out somehow. Somehow. Someone, Someone paid a lot of money to get an oh, early yeah. copy. I don't there even was understand. A, there's a guy who bought it on eBay for $1,300. <laughs> and then he went through and he beat the game. Um, in about 30 hours, he says, um, now they said, 
it, there's there's talk about this because you know apparently he was exploiting a very lucrative item that was regenerating over and over, and so it's the kind of grindy thing that you probably wouldn't do if you were just really playing the game. Um, but yeah, he used that to get to the center of the galaxy a lot faster than most players would, mm-hmm. uh, from what I've heard. But he's been sharing his thoughts online. Not all positive, and it is throwing the internet into a tizzy. Oh boy. Because <laughs> you have people, I don't know why, but people with this game especially have just gotten so crazy excited that nothing will deter them. And it's like, it's, I don't know why, it's like no game can live up to this kind of hype, but for yeah, whatever seriously. reason, they're, they're just like, this is going to be the end all be all of video games, and it's all I'm going to play for the rest of my days. And then this guy's like, oh, I'll be in 30 hours. And they're like, what? <laughs> No, <laughs> you know, and so like, um, and he, he reported some bugs. Like, I guess it crashed a few times on him, and he was seeing a lot of glitches and stuff. Um, and that's what the it, day one patch will be for. Yeah, though. exactly. The day one patch should address a lot of that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said he didn't really like the space combat pieces of it. So it it really sent like these super hardcore fans of the of the game's marketing um, <laughs> into a tailspin, and then all the people like <laughs> Xbox folks who are like maybe more like I guess more of the fanboy leaning <laughs> version of the Xbox fan. Mm-hmm. Um, There's like love, just rejoicing in the misery and tears <laughs> of the PlayStation people. <laughs> so funny oh gosh i wish i had some of these because i was telling mike about uh some fun fun hilarious fanboy tweets i saw <laughs> and i think we may have to incorporate some of these into the show so oh, a new segment i love yeah, it yeah the fanboy files fanboy so. files <laughs> so anyway um but yeah so i'm I, I feel the same way about this game that i did before i heard all this which is that it's probably going to be good it's it's not going to change your life yeah, um, I would be surprised it looks cool, if I play you know? it and I think it's more than four out of five pizzas. You know, wow. Okay, I would be surprised if I think it, it deserves more than four out of five. Well, four out of five is still pretty high. It's really high. Yeah, it's pretty high. I but I'm just saying I'm not saying I expect it to be four out of five, but I'll be surprised if it's if I think it's better than four out of five. So you're thinking you're thinking three. I'm thinking I'm thinking three. Yeah, three pizzas. Oh man, three pizzas. That's hardly any pizza at all. I don't even want to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I right. just I just know that they're really cagey about it. Even still, and every bit of gameplay I've seen has been incredibly scripted and like you have to follow these exact steps. Even when they let other people play, there's there's still Sean Murray there guiding them exactly through what they should be doing, you know? So mm. I just I'm just a, I'm just a little bit worried that it's like a magic trick that once you start to figure out how the trick works, it's less fun. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. So uh, speaking of Sean Murray, did you see the thing I retweeted this, uh, this afternoon? It was it, basically some enterprising Redditors have taken the the picture of like Sean and, and the team over there, uh, like celebrating with their gold copy of the game, you know, their <laughs> uh-huh. finished version of no man's sky. They're holding it up. They're all cheering. <laughs> So some, he's holding the disc up, and so people have photoshopped the disc into different things. It's oh man, back. it's amazing! So the first one was a Nickelback CD, and they're just going nuts, like holding this Nickelback CD. I died. I lost it laughing so hard. Oh, that is so funny! And then there was another one with uh, it looks like a thousand free hours of AOL. <laughs> Okay. Um, what was the other one? Oh, there was one that was like a picture of them and a picture of them and a picture of them. Uh, it was, yeah, it's so good though. 
<laughs> I, what was the other? What was the last one? I can't remember now. <laughs> oh, procedural engineering for dummies. Yeah. <laughs> procedural engineering for dummies so oh. good if you, if you didn't see it just check check our twitter it's hilarious or you can anyway. go to twitter.com slash no man's sky and uh there it should be pretty easy to find there that's too. true that's true so no but no go to, but go to adam's adam go, adam needs no no, no it's on it's on the podcast twitter so oh, go i'm sorry go go to the podcast twitter go wherever adam's telling you guys just sbf vgs podcast listen to adam anyway <laughs> anyway Speaking of Twitter, let's do some tweets. Oh, let's do some tweets. All right, let's let's do some tweets. It's about that time. Okay, I'm I down mean, to do some tweets. Community I thought, question. I thought you'd have a little more emotion about that beautiful segue I made, but what? Wait, what did you say? No, no, it's fine. Yeah, you take a you take a, a show off and you come back and there's no energy. It's fine. That was the best <laughs> segue I've ever heard in my Thank entire you. life. Thank life. you, David. You're so encouraging. Wow. wow. <laughs> I loved it myself. I just, I did, just didn't hear. Adam, you just don't, you just don't show your love with, <laughs> yeah, with words. <laughs> so, community question this week or this fortnight is on the Uncharted film. So, there was some recent news: <laughs> oh, the Uncharted boy. film back in production Ugh. with the Bad Boys Three director penning the screenplay. <laughs> Hollywood, just give it up, okay? <laughs> Uncharted. Okay, hang on. I tweeted that I had some thoughts about this. Let yes, well, let me let me let me read our results here. So we had a poll. The first option was this will melt faces, <laughs> meaning this is going to be so awesome. It's going to uh, be like Indiana Jones and the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark face melting right off because mm-hmm. of the awesomeness. Eight um, percent. So we have we have a, a small segment who are excited. They think this is going to be a good time. Next category. This is going to be Bad Boys Four colon <laughs> Drake and Sully. <laughs> <laughs> this one ran away with the poll. Forty-one percent voted for this. Bad number three, for Drake and Sully. That's so <laughs> good. number three. I'm dying on the inside. Eighteen percent, mm-hmm. and number four, pizza. Thirty-three percent. Mm. Most pizza people just, almost always wins. <laughs> almost always. Wins. I'm gonna. You guys, come on. I'm gonna need to edit the T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, David, what are your thoughts on this? Because you, Ugh. you're, you're in the biz. You're in the industry. Uncharted is already a movie, basically, is is oh, kind of my point here. I see. I see. It's already in its perfect form. Yeah, it doesn't need to be made into something that it already basically is. Like, Uncharted 4, all the Uncharted's are, are narrative-driven mm-hmm. stories that have some gameplay in there, and... and mm-hmm. I played them for the story. I, I don't particularly love shooting lots of people in the head all the time uh, in third person. Like, I would prefer first person, honestly, if, if we're being oh. honest about that kind of gameplay. Um, I don't know if we're ready for this kind of honesty, David. <clears throat> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> feeling really honest right now. <laughs> and um, uh, so there's no need to tell this story in another medium because it's already been told as well as it will ever be told. I am in agreement. Yeah. And I think Jeremy who tweeted in, he, he wanted to add one extra category to the, uh, the poll. Okay. He says number five, option five, at least it's not starring Channing Tatum in a gender reversed part. <laughs> Which he's uh, he's referring to the new uh, mermaid movie. Is it? What was it oh. called? Splash. 
the the gender swapped uh, remake of Splash, featuring Channing Tatum as a handsome merman. Oh my goodness! What's up with Hollywood like (laughs) remaking movies and gender swapping? (laughs) It's the new. It's the new reboot. So so for a while there, everything needed to be rebooted, and then you know. And anything that was ever anything else needed to be uh, optioned and, yeah. and be made into a movie. And now we can take existing movies and gender swap them. Ghostbusters, <laughs> even though I heard that one's pretty good. Yeah, and Splash. Okay. Um, and who knows? Anything. You can do any Ninja Although, Turtles. Let's get some Lady Ninja Turtles oh, in the house. Man. That, would <laughs> that would be, be real so good. so awkward. It's already the, uh, awkward that they're teenagers. I don't know. It just The Rocketeer is uh, getting done. Yeah, The Rocketeer gender yeah. swapped. Yeah. I, I, can, just, uh, I can just see people flipping out that the Ninja Turtles are naked when they become women because <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you think about it, the Ninja Turtles are always naked. They're so always they they shells on. What are you talking about? They only no, wear belts. Naked. They only just wear like, belts. Just like real turtles. They keep, they keep all that stuff on the inside. Well, yes, but they're still, na- I mean, the, t- are you saying turtles wear clothes? No, they all wear on, shells. Well, they're, but, they're sure showing a lot naked. of thigh though. Let's just say it's their birth they're suit. showing plenty of thigh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. It's yeah. their ba- it's their birthday. It's like suit. yeah, it's like wearing a well, not a onesie, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is basically a, onesie. a really hard leotard. <laughs> there, a leotard, thank you. That's the that's what I'm looking for. It's really like wearing leotard. a leotard. A really that's... hard leotard. That was the name of my punk band. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so, <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're on a weird rabbit trail right now. Stupid. <laughs> so, um, buddy, friend of the show, buddy of the show, even buddy of the show. Uh, John writes in. He says. Okay, this is this is Twitter question proper number one. Okay, say you have to compete in a fight that takes place in a video game world. Which world would you want to fight in? And he he does say this excludes games from the fighting genre. Oh, so not fighting fighting, but not fighting games. You have to compete in a fight that takes place in a video game world, but it cannot be a fighting game. Hmm. Like a fist fight or any kind of fight? I guess any type of fight. <laughs> is there any game? I'm trying to, I'm racking my brain. Is there any game that features prominent like ribbon dancers or something like that? <laughs> where the competition would be like really easy. I think typing of the dead is my answer. Because I'm a really good typer. And I could just, I like that, I, yeah. I'd win. I'd win almost any battle if, if all I had to do was type the whole time. Yeah, so, especially it, zombies. I would. It certainly wouldn't be Overwatch because I'd die in like every, every fourteen <laughs> seconds. Relative, yeah. except if you so, would yeah. come back to life because heroes never die. But that's true. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Overwatch is my answer then. Heroes never <laughs> die. As long as that's true, then I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. My 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 answer is definitely still typing of the dead. <laughs> All right. Michael, my, did what do you Mike say? Answer? Not unless you guys can find me that ribbon dancing game. Oh, oh. why don't you just say tear away? <laughs> That's you true. Do, you can do some real. You just hop up. Just some real damage in there. You just you just hop up, and those squirrels just like explode. <laughs> yeah, into papery shreds. Well, so I mean, I'm, and I was I was already in that game. So there you go. Well, it's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was. I didn't know it, but I was part of the development. Apparently, <laughs> my face was right there in the game. It was the whole time, right there. Yeah. So right there, the whole Corey, time. Corey writes in and says, what is your absolute favorite meal? What? Is that a question? Yes. Well, what do you think it is? Pizza, of course. We have it on a t-shirt. Well, you know what? That's not fair. We also have we also have hotcakes on a t-shirt. Ooh. So, 
Yeah, David. I my my disgust cakes. is rescinded and aimed back at myself. No, that was I, I do like <laughs> hotcakes, but you can have pizza for any meal. You know what? This question now that I'm mulling it. Have pod, yeah. You can technically have pancakes for any meal, but it's just less satisfying. Pizza is what? always no. satisfying. Breakfast or dinner is one of the best things you can do with your life. Yeah, mm. and you know, I don't, I don't say that necessarily my decision for absolute favorite meal is dependent on how versatile or how many different <laughs> meals you could eat at that. <laughs> Mine is just absolute favorite. Given the choice, this is the meal. A tortellini alfredo. Oh. It's, oh, it's simple not, and wonderful. It's not what I expected. It's like just magical little circles of pasta with cheese inside and alfredo sauce on the top. You just you just can't beat it. I'm with you until you ruin it with the alfredo. Tortellini is really good, but alfredo... Alfredo is wonderful. It doesn't do it for me. I, I always I shake my head when I see people eating the tortellini with like a marinara. Ugh, oh, that's on. no, that's not right either. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I will say I also really like spaghetti with meat sauce, like meat marinara sauce. Mm, mm, so mm. Th- there's another one for you. Okay. All right. Jeremy writes in. He says, who's getting No Man's Sky? Uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for I'm, reviews. I'm yet. waiting too. Yeah, I'm waiting for I, some reviews as well, but I'm I'm definitely leaning more towards picking it up at some point. Maybe not right when it comes out, but. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm really curious to play it. I, I would love for it to come out and get some awesome reviews and and have that kind of motivate me to buy it sooner. If that happens, great. But if not, I'm still curious to pick it up at some point and, and tool around with it. I just love I love the tech that they developed, which um, I think this was an, initially going to be in like an old Star Wars game that got canceled or something like that. But the, this tech where you can be on the ground of a planet and then just take off, fly up, and and transition directly into space. Oh, I think like, it was going to be in Star Wars Galaxies, an MMO, yeah, something I, like it that. It may have actually been implemented into that, if I'm not mistaken. But well, anyway, regardless, <laughs> regardless. Oh gosh, no, <laughs> Peter Griffin. <laughs> What are you doing here? <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I love that. I love the idea of just exploring and gathering resources and, you know, blasting some ships in space. And so I, I'll, I will most likely be picking it up, but we, well, I'm going to wait and see. I would be I'll more wait. interested if multiplayer was like more real in that game. Like as it is right now, supposedly you can still run into someone by chance that happens to be in the same part of your, like of the universe as you are. I hear, um, I hear it's like an unbelievably tiny chance. Right. <laughs> right. It, it, it's such a low chance that they've listed on the game, on the box, that it's one player and they don't require uh, uh, PlayStation Plus. PlayStation Plus to right. play it. Right. Um, like, that's how low of a chance there is that you'll run into someone. But, like, how cool would it be if, if you're like, hey, David, I'm going to hop into No Man's Sky. Why don't you come uh, come blast some ships with me? That'd be, that'd be fun, you know? But I yeah. can't. I'd have to find exactly where you are in the galaxy and figure out how to get there and yeah just, you and i you know let's just team up maybe three of us in a fire team and then just go look for i don't know we'll say the hive um i don't know who knows and we'll just we'll just like maybe we'll de- maybe we'll take out the uh, a king that was like taken yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man so mike anyway. doesn't get it <laughs> he has no idea so gwb podcast gwb podcast writes question for your podcast most anticipated game of 2016 
Uncharted 4. Of, of 2016. <laughs> I'm looking, just looking four. forward to playing it again. I'm just really looking forward to looping back, playing that one over. Oh, uh, I don't think I have one, actually, to be fair. Uh, I was thinking that... about this earlier. I can't think of a single game coming out this year that I'm, like, super jazzed about. They've all really? come out already. I'm pretty I'm, jazzed I'm... about playing that, that Tomb Raider. Yeah, I mean, that's already Rata. out, though, Mike. That's the thing. It's, it's not, though. No, it is. <laughs> It's I can buy it twice if I've, I wanted to right I've now. Played, I've played and loved it myself. So I think, but yeah, that can definitely still be your most anticipated. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, you guys had a good time with the alpha, but I'm looking forward to the actual release <laughs> the of the game. Alpha. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I'd have to say, um, gosh, yeah, I mean, it, for me, it has to be... Um, why can I not remember the name of it? That's I how much know. I'm anticipating it. Yeah, you're, you're clearly <laughs> on the cutting edge here. This is good podcast uh, bird dog, The big bird dog and the boy. You talking about The Last Guardian? Last Guardian. There we go. <laughs> okay. Oh, is that supposed to come out this year? That's coming yeah. out this year. That's coming out in October. Wow. That's my most highly anticipated game of 2016. Clearly. Who would question that? Who would question <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bird dog and the boy. You know? It's- <laughs> Sounds like an old boy. Sounds like a radio, a morning radio program. Yo, yo, yo! That was Bird Dog and the Boy. Hey, have some weird bird sound dog. effects. And you listen to the boy over here. So, no, I was thinking more like Bird Dog and the Boy sounds like an old Burt Reynolds movie, <laughs> like Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> oh, these are these are both great. I like. Them oh both. man, yeah. So the Last Guardian, Bird Dog and the Boy. Um, <laughs> that's my most anticipated. Uh, you know, I'm a little curious about Destiny Rise of Iron. I'm not like super excited okay. about it, but if it comes out and there's good reviews, I'll, I'll probably I'll probably get it. I can't wait to find out where that taken where the king was taken. Oh no, that taken king's was, already dead. We was killed Liam him twice. Neeson, was Liam Neeson ever, ever ever able to find him? That's no, my question. Liam Neeson should have voiced the Taken King, really, <laughs> but it didn't. It didn't end up working out that way. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, PlayStation Mike. VR. Oh, yes. I'm excited about that. <laughs> yeah, you want to play that Batman VR, right? I want to Arkham. play all the VR. I have it pre-ordered. It's coming in October. All so the VRs. That's his most VRs. anticipated That's my game. answer. Yeah, I want to play Eve Valkyrie really bad. Oh, man, I want to play it, too. Oh, so, I don't know what voice this is, but I'm, I'm really excited. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of I Batman. I gotta play me some VR. It's, yeah, it's a little, little Christian Bale Batman. It's really VR about, Batman. Like, Christian Bale's VR Batman's Batman. real excited about VR. <laughs> When I said VR Batman, I meant the Arkham VR. I didn't mean like uh, just a Batman voice that's, that's really VR jazzed Batman. about playing VR. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that. Oh, can't wait for that head to tracking technology. Just can wait. There's VR to do. I don't know. So good old buddy Joe says, I'm ADHD when it comes to games. Are you more likely to finish games you haven't or move on to something else newer? It depends on how long it's been. Like, for example, I haven't played The Witcher 3 in about four months now. Yeah, I haven't played it in like a year. And I'm probably not going to play it anymore. I'll probably just move on to the next thing. Now, I did pop it in the other day and install the updates and, um, you know, make sure I had it ready to go. Because that was my intent was to double back for that um, Mm -hmm. when my family was out of town and then you know, it didn't, it didn't pan out like that. So, um, but yeah, that I definitely want to go back, uh, to the Witcher three. I just don't know when I will have the time to do it. 
Um, I don't know. What, do you, what about you, Mike? I, I tend to finish most of the games that I start unless they are really bad. Uh, or if I start the game kind of knowing uh, going in that this is probably not a game I'm going to care about the story at all. So I'm just going to go play around for it and then, and then get out of Dodge. Like when I bought Fallout 4, played a lot of Fallout games, kind of know what mm. I'm in for. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of assumed the story really wasn't going to grab me and I would just hop in there and create a million characters and, and play around in the world, but what wouldn't be really driven to finish the game. Okay. So yeah. especially the really huge open worlds, but I don't know, for some reason, Witcher doesn't fall in that same category. I, I've actually felt that was like a, a really compelling game I wanted to finish. Yeah, that's why I want to go back to it. Um, but I do find that I, I there are plenty of games that I start, have a good time with, and then I fall out of it for whatever reason, just busyness or another game or whatever it is, and then I never go back to it. I'm just and that, like, yeah, I, I kind know, of forget what was going on, you know? Like that's I think for me the the problem is I'll forget like the controls, oh. you know, because a lot of these games they build on mechanics over you know a course the course of time, and then so you get you know five six seven hours into a game. And then if you don't play it for two months, you come back and you're like, oh man, I'm like back at like hour one skill level <laughs> yeah. and I'm, and I'm expected <laughs> to be at hour seven skill level. So it's like, I just don't know if this is, is going to pan out. I, mm-hmm. I'm too far in to want to start over, but I'm also not good enough to keep going. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 That definitely happens. I can relate to what that. Are you gonna do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right. Give us so what you're going to do. So you guys, this I, I want to have a special, and I and I, I give you guys a heads up. So this is not a complete surprise, but oh yeah, this is this is the first time we're gonna have this very special segment. Um, it's a game, a mm-hmm. little game, and what I'd like to do this the initial time, you know, we have come up with our own here. But what I'd like to do is involve the community and get some good suggestions from them oh, going forward. I bet if this we, is something we could get some really good tweets for. We, I think I feel like that the ones that are tweeted would be bet, way better than the ones we're going to come up with. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I think these are going to be good. But we're going to play a little game. I believe it was suggested a while back by maybe maybe Just Illa. Yeah, that's what you said in the email. So I I'm believe it was. I, I think Ella. he was waiting for you to hype that name a little a little bit. Just Illa! Thank you. <laughs> he actually changed his name on Twitter, though. I don't know if he wants to be known oh. as Jessilla anymore. Well, oh, he's, he's le- famous he, now, so he probably he's needs le- a little he, privacy. Yeah, he's LeJohn mm. Brames now. <laughs> Which is just <laughs> as great, really. <laughs> but Jessilla, um, I believe, now I apologize if it wasn't him, um, suggested quite a while back that we play some video game Would You Rather mm-hmm. in the true spirit of a sleepover. So... Without further, <laughs> that's true. That is really a good point. I I, I <laughs> yeah. just made that connection now that that is something that people do at sleepovers a lot. Yeah. So without further ado, um, you guys, would you rather have all of the music from The Last of Us switched out for the music of Doctor Mario, okay, <laughs> or have all of the clickers in The Last of Us switched out for pixely Doctor Mario viruses? <laughs> Oh man, definitely the music. I love Dr. Mario music so much. I feel like you lose so much tension either way. <laughs> yeah. Do you get to pick no, You just, know how in Dr. Mario you get to pick which song plays the whole time? I feel like it would have to be random. Uh, but I just love the idea of you're coming around, you're stealthing around and it's like you're just like you're like sitting there choking a guy out behind a crate. Actually, it becomes way scarier in another way that I'm, I'm kind of picturing that. <laughs> it would be like yeah, a psychopath's great. game with the Dr. Mario music. Whereas 
all the tense music and then you're having to like try to evade and like sneak up and shiv these Dr. Mario viruses. <laughs> <laughs> I would love either way, but I mean, it would either way would completely ruin the game. It's true. So what do you guys say? What do you say? Well, I, I told I'm, you my, the music definitely. Yeah. I, I got to go with the music. Okay. All right. I guess, I guess I go with the music too. <laughs> All um, right. Hey, I came why, up with one. Yeah. Why don't you guys go? All right. Would you rather have PS1 load times on every game <laughs> or have N64 blurry textures on every game? Oh, oh. <laughs> my gosh. It's like, so I, I know what high school me would have answered. Uh, yeah, I, t- I know too. <laughs> but you didn't know that load times would eventually go away at that point. Oh, gosh. The blurry textures, though, they're just unbearable they now. Really are, yeah, it's Sophie's but choice. But have you played any PS1 games? The oh, they're so bad. so bad. It's like, it's like five minutes in some cases. It <laughs> it's feels ridiculous. Like. So I guess I got to go for the load times. If the games can look good, and but I just have to wait forever for them to load, I guess that's my yeah, cost Yeah, that's to a bear. little more bearable. <laughs> Not by a whole lot, but I just don't think I could play like like Uncharted Four with super blurry textures all over everything because it's on a cartridge. They all look like GoldenEye characters. <laughs> yeah, oh. Mike. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. It, it's same gonna boat. Have to be load times. I yeah. think I would pick load times, but at the same time, I still love N64 games, and they all have blurry textures, so. Yeah, I mean, there's some real classics on that. Like thing. Mario Kart 64. Yeah, I've been playing good. that on the emulator on the ret- in the mm, retro pie. Probably load mm. times. I'll pick load times too. All right, all right. So we're not getting a lot of split decisions here. No. Yeah. Let me see if I can fix that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Would you guys rather only be able to play the Mario games on the Virtual Boy, <laughs> <laughs> or? Only the Zelda games from the Philips CDI. <laughs> oh, gosh. Your eyes are going to bleed either way. You just got to pick a poison. <laughs> so, in I, other uh, words, I can't play any other Zelda games, just those two CDI ones. Yeah, oh, and those potentially CDI three. ones. Those okay. CDI games are look special. Again. They are a special kind of torture. <laughs> or I can only play any Mario game on Virtual Boy. Well, there's only three, I think, if you count Wario Land. Oh, oh, only the ones released on Virtual oh, Boy. Yeah. Okay. There's no getting around this. They can't develop new, better Mario games using No, that, I was just thinking maybe I could play all of the Mario games on Virtual Boy somehow in this in this universe. But No, you sure can't. Okay. Yeah, I guess I guess I, I take normal Mario with uh with CDI Zelda. <laughs> Wait, what? You going Philip CDI? I'm going CDI Zelda okay. so I can leave my precious Mario alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think I have to go with CDI Zelda too. Oh, it hurts, but that's that's got to be it. I, oh, I'd man. rather be able to see. You know, no, and if I play Virtual Boy for very long, I can't see anymore. I know you'll be completely blind <laughs> in six months. All right, I, I didn't get the split I was hoping for, but <laughs> sorry, Mike, it's okay. What's your answer, though? Oh, you've got to answer these these Sophie's choices as well. I guess I do. <laughs> man, I didn't. I, didn't, I hadn't planned on this i didn't factor this in um i guess probably mario games on on the virtual boy mm. um, all right i just you love you some you, you can't live without link to the past yeah i just can't stand that that's where zelda had would end up yeah that was it so yeah okay <laughs> i'd rather just eventually go blind 
But man, those cartoons would be hilarious. That's true. There is some entertainment value there. They're, oh, they're so funny. So <laughs> if you haven't seen them, YouTube that. That's It will change your the, life. Yeah, the CDI Zelda games will change your life. Maybe not for the better, but it, <laughs> it will change your life. <laughs> all right. Would you rather play no video games at all for a year oh. or only be able to play games on the Virtual Boy for a year? Oh, oh, no video games gosh. for a year. That's easy. <laughs> yeah, I think I would just take a year break. I'd probably get yeah. a lot done. I probably I'm with just Mike. Life-wise. I'm 100 percent with Mike. I I'm sorry that Virtual Boy. I played it for like five minutes and I was that was plenty for me. So <laughs> if Eric, I pick the Virtual Eric Boy, sitting here listening to this, just mad. Well, just, if I he loves the virtual, virtual Boy, I would end up I would end up not playing anyway. Because so. here's the thing I'm noticing so far: these these questions are really only Sophie's choice. If you're like an old person. <laughs> there's a bunch of kids yeah. that were like that were born in the late 90s or afterwards that have no idea what we're talking about yeah basically all of mine are from the 90s too i just realized um well that's when i was way, having but, sleepovers so yeah yeah um yeah. i i have one though i have another all one right. here you do it do um it would you rather every video game character has mario's exact voice like everyone <laughs> ever okay nathan drake um <laughs> Uh, it's a little rough in the storytelling yeah (laughs) or every video game character has sonic's attitude (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) gosh. i don't know what would be more unbearable oh oh well i mean i guess either they all have mario's attitude right yeah oh man I don't know. What do you think, Mike? This is brutal. It is brutal. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I picked this one especially which, because which, I knew Mike doesn't really like either game. So. Okay, like which which Sonic are we talking about? Are we talking about the '90s Sonic that's like full of tude? Yeah, yeah. Or are we that. are we talking about the 2006 Sonic that is like over, Sonic overly emotional and like kisses human females? <laughs> No, oh, definitely, yeah. definitely 90 Sonic, where he's okay. like looking right. at his watch when you stop moving uh, the controller for like two his seconds. He's so much tude. He so much so tude. Much tude. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I got to go with Mario's voice. <laughs> just, yeah. it, I just would not be able to ever play a serious game again. It would just always, it all have to be silly. Otherwise, it would be Dante from that new Devil May Cry game, basically. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that you've said that, I have to go, I have to go Mario voice. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't deal with it. Everyone yeah. has Sonic's dude. Yeah, yeah that I would, just miserable. for what it's worth, I would pick. I would pick Mario also. But it so would be we're, awful. we're all but in I'm, agreement so far. I'm, I'm I'm glad you mentioned that, and we might still be in agreement on this one. This is going to be polarizing, just to kind of depending on on where you fall on the spectrum for these two games. You've got to invite one video game character to your sleepover. <laughs> oh. Is it Dante from the DMC reboot? <laughs> Or is it is it Zeke from Infamous? Oh, a Zeke! Oh, I don't know who Zeke is. Hang Hands on. down, Zeke. He's he's cold, he's, cold he's still buddy. he's still real irritating. He's but, real annoying, but he's not. Oh, as but annoying Dante's as Dante. on another level, man. <laughs> I forgot about Zeke. Oh my yeah, god! I, I gotta say, me and Zeke would be best buds by the end of the night. Me and Dante yeah. would be like we would come to blows. So yeah, it's gotta be Zeke. It's gotta be. <laughs> All right, last one from me. Would you rather never have Troy Baker voice another video game character again? Well, that okay. sounds awful. 
or have Troy Baker voice all the characters to every game for the rest of your day. Okay, so this this doesn't oh, so seem good. like a this doesn't seem like a hard question because he already does that. <laughs> but I mean, I'm talking male, female, oh, man, me like too. young and old. Me too. You didn't know that. Who, who but does he does. voice that's female? I'd love Everyone. To know. They're all. It's it's always him. You didn't know. It's oh, so Lara Croft. Is yeah, that was him. him. Yeah, I know. Wow. He's, he really un, he's under like a, a pen name. He that's, got real method on that one. Amazing. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he even looked different in the interviews. Of, yeah, in the, the mocap suit, he looked very feminine. It was very strange. <laughs> I I couldn't uh, tell. He's always very pretty. I think I think it has to be Troy Baker voicing everything. Yep, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, I think I would do without Troy Baker to not have him voice everything. I'd rather have a full, fully fledged cast of characters in, <laughs> in games than than still be able to have the occasional good Troy Baker. Because all the rest of them would be awful, awful. Well, we've Troy never Baker. heard Troy Baker do a female voice. I mean, he could be amazing <laughs> at it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I've got one more here. Um, would you rather that analog sticks were never added to controllers? <gasps> or all games have awful generic 90s rock like those PS1 games. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do and nothing to kill. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, or like the Sega Saturn. Like, Daytonia, <laughs> let's go away. Yeah. Oh, man. Good stuff. Rolling Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Um, okay, so what was the first option again? Analog sticks were never added to controllers. Oh, <laughs> that's rough. It's another very '90s question, though. Because I, I, you know, this has really struck me lately. Because you on the emulator, um, until I had, to, I did some tweaking, but on mm-hmm. on the Raspberry Pi, I could only play Crash Bandicoot with analog control or with uh, the digital, the D pad at first, uh-huh. and I was like. Oh, oh gosh, I forgot how how much I dislike this. Mm-hmm. And then I did a little uh, you know, extra configuration and then you can you can trick it trick uh, D-pad only kind of games to use the analog and that was yeah, like, yeah. oh, so much better. So uh, I guess I got to I got to keep my analog and I'll just rock. I'll just rock <laughs> to this really bad music. <laughs> uh, I I got to say no analog stick because let's be honest, if the analog stick never comes to be all current generation consoles are just going to be using mouse and keyboard. Oh, yeah, and I can still I can still do that. Okay, you can huh. WASD it up. Yeah, that's a that's a good answer. Um, I think I'm with the uh, no analog sticks also because there's still so many games that just use you could just play on D pad anyway. Like all we don't just keep playing with the Connect. That's what would happen. Oh, there you go. Yeah, perfect. Everything would be Connect and be perfect. Or yeah. the Move Motion the, Gaming. The ultimate. The ultimate. Uh, controller is your body, you know. <laughs> as we as we all know, that's how that's how it all panned out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, is so, that? Uh, oh, I think Mike, Mike should have one more. You have the last one, right? Yeah, I got I got one more. Um, again, right. this is going to be very nineties. So sorry, yeah, I don't know kids. why we all went nineties. That's so well, weird. we're old men. That's what are you gonna do? <laughs> Would you guys rather play all three? 2D Bubsy games. <laughs> oh, Two complete. Man. You got to finish them. He oh. almost has Sonic's attitude. Also, yeah, he tried. He, to have yeah, Sonic's he tried. Attitude. It was somehow worse. Uh, <laughs> so you got to play all three of those games completion, or you got to play Bubsy 3D completion. Oh, oh gosh, 
Bubsy 3D is so bad. I know. I, I'll, I'm they're all bad the games. Don't be wrong. They're all awful. I, I actually <sighs> kind of liked the first Bubsy when I was a little kid. Because <laughs> I didn't yeah. know any better. I thought it was so cool that he could talk. So uh, I, I think I would play through the 2D Bubsy games because they they strike me as somehow better than Bubsy 3D, <laughs> even though I know they're all terrible. They, yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to like any of this. So I yeah. think I think I'm going to play Bubsy 3D because maybe I can get through it a little faster than wow. three Bubsy See, 2D games. I'm, I'm on the same reason, with you, Adam, but I'm going 2D Bubsy for that exact same reason. I think the Bubsy 3D is so broken and awful. Mm-hmm. It may take you You'll longer to beat be that beat one it. game <laughs> than it would take you to beat all, all three 2D Bubsies. Yeah. Plus, I'm pretty sure Bubsy 3D is one of those 3D games that does not use analog sticks. Ugh. You have to use... I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure you right. the D-pad yeah. for that. Because oh, I watched bro. Vinny play it. Uh, Vine sauce Vinny. And uh, I, I think he made a comment about how he had to use the uh, the, the D-pad. Gross. Yeah, it's just gross. <laughs> Well, this was all awful. right, you guys. <laughs> this was, uh, I think this is going to be fun, a fun little tradition I like for it. the, for the podcast. Uh, send in your horrible, horrible, would you rather questions? And if we accumulate a few, then we will, uh, we'll do some video game. Would you rather now Gamefly, you guys? Oh, Gamefly. Oh yes. So, um, I don't know. Do you, if you guys Gamefly? I don't know if you guys do fly with Gamefly A or B if you are fans of playing electronic computer games. But if you are, you know, how do you pick from all these millions of games coming out left, right, and center? They're expensive. There's a million of them. You know, I just wish there was someone out there looking for me, the man who doesn't have a million dollars to spend on Mm. games, you know? If only I could just like, I don't know, get them in the mail, try them out. If I didn't like it, send it right back. If I love it, play it for a while or even go buy it knowing with full confidence that my hard-earned bucks are going to be going to a good game. You know, Mm. if, if only, if only there was some way anyway, but but wait, wait, I have an idea. Unfortunately, there's not. So (laughs) no, I'm just kidding. So anyway, Gamefly has you covered. You can sign up, pay a low monthly subscription fee, try these electronic computer games before you buy them. Better yet, you can get started free with a free month for free. Um, Free is it free? For free? For free. A free month for free. Wow. Um, Yeah, of the service by going to GameflyOffer.com slash SBFVGS. That's GameflyOffer.com slash SBFVGS. And you get that free sweet month. Mm. of trial game rentals for free and then if you like it yeah it's free wow i don't know if i mentioned you that you won't pay a dime for that free month <laughs> so anyway yeah go there sign up it helps support the show we get a little kickback we get a little little juice on the back end a little juice and so oh, yeah. the juice oh, the, the sweet sweet juice podcast juice <laughs> so. you guys we have finally made it to our topic <laughs> it took some time oh, wow it, it took it some doing t- it, t- it took some doing but we got here um we got a question here from friend of the show moof oh yeah he says and this this came back you know into july so this i've been i've been holding this one in the chamber for you know a week or so keeping it in um, the hopper <clears throat> oh yeah oh yeah he says um ign is saying that the nx is a handheld why 
<laughs> he says, I hope it's good, but expecting disappointment. So I feel like I feel like a lot of people have similar sentiments lately. Yeah, that about, kind of baffles me. Yeah, so I, can that's, that. that's really what I wanted to talk about. The NX, um, you know, what are your thoughts and feelings? Do you intend to buy? Like, what, what's going on? Uh, well, I, I will say um, I want to buy it. I don't know if I have a have an intent to buy it as as Ooh. of yet because okay. Nintendo right. has kind of been really letting letting me down with every console like since basically since the Wii like the Wii was fun at first but then and it really know, took like, a nosedive yeah. yeah it took a nosedive and then the Wii U was kind of cool at first but it like game like it lost third party support almost immediately there have been no like huge games from Nintendo in a very long time for it yeah really really since smash brothers yeah I mean, uh, uh, well i mean i guess what, what came after that the um the splatoon splatoon was cool yeah like splatoon's that. all right but it, you know what i mean it's hard to justify buying a whole console for like three games a year you know what i mean like it, yeah it, it's such a low and then their whole online system is a mess you know like yeah i've i've been i've been pretty burned i haven't even plugged in my Wii U in over a year at this point, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you. I we bought a Wii. I actually loved that Wii until I got my PS3, and then I was like, oh, this thing's garbage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <And> <laughs> yeah, once I got a like modern console that could output HD, I was like, wait a minute, what? Why does the Wii look so awful now? I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. I because I loved Super Mario Galaxy. I, yeah, I thought that was such a great game, and I played it like. I got every star, mm-hmm. every you know, the every last one, yep. thing. Yeah, and then I got my PS3, started playing Metal Gear Solid Four and like Bioshock and stuff, and then um, and I played Uncharted and and all these great games. And then um, Mario Galaxy Two came out, and mm-hmm. I, I I bought it, and I was all excited, and I put it in the the Wii. I was like, oh no, I forgot <laughs> this console really doesn't look very good. It looks terrible. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So yeah, but but that said, the rumors of the NX. Uh, so one thing I thought that they got really wrong about the Wii U was how that controller, that, that pretty nice tablet E controller mm-hmm. became completely useless. If you're, if you weren't near your Wii U. Um, and then yeah. to me that never made sense. There should have been some mobileness to it that you could like bring it somewhere and play it while you're not home, you know? Uh, and so the NX is like kind of doing what I felt like the Wii U should do in the beginning, which mm. is it's it's the console is the is the controller or the whatever the screen thing, and then there's a hub that you stream that gameplay to is is sort of the rumor that as I've come to understand. Mm. Um, and so I mean it's gonna look at least as good as the Vita, if not better. And then it can like stream that to your TV when you're home. And so, you know, that's pretty cool. Nintendo has shown it can it can do really beautiful games with slightly lower quality hardware. Like the some of the Wii U games out there are gorgeous. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's yeah. very underpowered by today's standards. So. Um, so, yeah, like imagine getting that new Zelda game that looks awesome and is an open world game and everything. And you have your NX and you're playing it at home and then you're like, oh, I got to go to work. So you just unplug the controller or whatever, however that works. And you just take it with you while you're commuting and keep playing. 
Like that's yeah, I amazing. Know, the unplugging it, I, I feel like it has to be wireless. You yeah. know, oh, like, well, yeah, I I didn't actually maybe maybe from mean, power, but yeah, like yeah. as far as like actually like streaming the game to the screen, there's going to be a little latency if that's the way they do it. Nah, you know, so there, that's, was there that's, latency to the controller though? To the Wii U, yeah, uh, like yeah, if you if you play on like looking at the at the tablet screen, yeah, you know it's streaming across. There's you can see there's a, I a few found milliseconds actually that my TV tended to be behind my screen. Oh, I wonder if your screen had really high latency because you know HDMI has some inherent latency. Yeah, it's I'm pretty sure it's just an HDMI thing. I think that the latency between wi- the Wi-Fi that they're using and HDMI is actually fairly similar. Okay. I could be I could be mistaken. Maybe my TV is just awful, but I do have it in like game <laughs> mode, and I can yeah, like I successfully too. play Parappa the Rapper two, even though there's a little latency. So okay. Um, <clears throat> so anyway. Oh that man, said, that's I I gotta say it's really hard to play Punch Out on the on the RetroPie. <laughs> oh really? Because it, it's like you're trying to dodge these uppercuts, and man, they're they're catching you. They're catching your wave, and you're like, I know I'm better than this. It's the HDMI, I'm sure. Anyway, that's but yeah, funny. like I think hardware wise, that's the thing. I'm I'm not really well. Okay, so if I think of this thing as a handheld, I'm like, man, hardware wise, it's gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're talking about well, they're, they're, the rumor is that there's the tag the Nvidia Tegra X1 in the dev kits. Mm-hmm. Um, but and you know, and if that was the case, that that's that's something that's been out on the market, you know, for about I don't know, almost a year and a half mm-hmm. um, with the Nvidia Shield TV. Uh, device so i mean that's not super new that actually kind of fits nintendo's mo of <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, using older chipsets and saving money that way and being yeah, they, profitable they like sooner. to make a profit on their hardware which is yeah i think they're the only company that does that anymore well um well sony and microsoft i think well i don't know about uh the xbox one i think it was profitable at first but i know the the playstation 4 like launch day was making something like ten dollars a, a system <laughs> So it's not bad, I guess. <laughs> it's not bad, you know. You make ten bucks, and then you sell them a bunch of games that cost you like you know a, less than a dollar to press. <laughs> right, so, right. Um, but yeah, like the I don't know, like from that standpoint, um, the Tegra X One. It sounds like that. It sounds realistic. Um, the guys at Digital Foundry though did a little you know breakdown of the rumors and kind of what the processing would be capable of. So that. If that's true, the X1 would give us something akin to maybe a little bit better than PS3 360 graphics mm. um, on the go, though, which would be pretty awesome. Right. Um, that it would be more powerful than Vita, even though I, I hate to even say it. It hurts my, <laughs> hurts my heart. But, um, but what the guys at Digital Foundry were saying was, we know the X2, the Tegra X2 exists, but it's not in any commercial product yet. Oh, that's um, interesting. So they they had a theory that you know maybe the Tegra X1 that's reportedly in these dev kits is a placeholder until the X2 um, because the architecture is going to be very similar you know for developers. So um, I don't know. I don't know. That would be interesting because if it is an X2, based on the specs that we've seen, it would be a lot closer. Maybe not quite as powerful, but it would be a lot closer to Xbox One and PS4 as far as specs go. Um, and to have that in a mobile console, I would be very intrigued. Hmm. Um, however, I guess it, it really remains to be seen, like whether Nintendo can shake the the past twenty years or whatever of like screwing over third party developers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they really ever since like what eighty five. I guess it's been thirty years. 
like they they had like the stranglehold, you know, with the NES on third party relations. And when you know, when as soon as someone, as soon as people came along like Sega and gave uh, developers a little more freedom, they flocked to that, and mm-hmm. that became the standard. You know, going forward uh, with you know the Sega Saturn, the PS One, you know the Xbox, and all everything since has been like okay, there's been a lot more a lot less of Nintendo's stranglehold, you know? And so, I don't know, it it seems like, I don't know if Nintendo has really ever bounced back. Like, even the Super Nintendo did not have nearly the third-party support of the the NES, you know? Mm. Um, So, I mean, you could see it as soon as, as early as that, and then starts going down from there, you know, like to where the Wii U... We have, uh, there's a few games at launch that came out uh, from third parties, Ubisoft and uh, EA and uh, Activision and stuff. But then after that, it was like nothing, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm curious to see if this thing will be powerful enough. And like, Mike, you were saying, you know, your 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 concern was like the, uh, the control scheme. Like, is it going to be too weird? Like <laughs> how Nintendo likes to do things. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of where where it comes down to. And we we don't we don't know enough yet. It's all rumors, of course. Yeah. Um, but based on on those rumors, um, I I think the danger zone that they're in is is they're in that scenario now where are they on a highway you, to that danger zone? I, I would say they are on the highway to that danger <laughs> zone uh, because the product is not out yet. Right. Uh, yes. But dun, they're dun, dun, they're traveling dun, dun, towards dun, dun, dun. it. <laughs> on a highway <laughs> on a highway uh a highway of the mind but it's dangerous um so how was i thinking sorry anyway. controls. the controls <laughs> so you know we're talking about like the danger of of not having a third party support kind of lends you into having like three games a year to play on your on your wii yeah it's not, yeah. not a great scenario to be in um now you are going to come back to third parties again saying oh here's our new console it's really more of a handheld than a traditional console. So it's not going to have parity with what you're developing for the PS4 and the Xbox one. So that's already out right away. Um, on top of that, if it has a mobile, you know, tradition with con with, with handheld consoles, they don't have the same number of triggers and buttons that, um, a console mm-hmm. game will have. And so even trying to get, um, ports which is what a lot of third parties like to do they like to port their stuff it's cheaper than developing entirely new games all the time um trying to do that if the control scheme doesn't match up to what they already have on ps4 and xbox one you're already you know have those cracks showing of like third-party developers like yeah we really don't want to deal with this again um so i I think it puts nintendo in in a i mean again we don't know what the control scheme will be like but i think the dangers are are kind of already there that again you're going to come in with a console that is not at uh hardware parity with what we currently have and you know we're already talking about with with ps4 and xbox one having even better consoles than what we currently have yeah potentially this year and next year um so you're going to come out and already you know not look as good and then that that visual difference is going to exponentially get worse very very quickly um, and then potentially if Nintendo comes up with another bizarre control scheme that does not match <laughs> what other, what other consoles are using. Now you're back in that scenario where it's, it is a, it's a huge hassle for developers to try to get their existing games working on this system, or they can create new games that are only good on this one console. Yeah. Which, which, which probably has a smaller install base. Exactly. Due to the other factors. <clears throat> so yeah, it's, I mean, I, I really feel like 
if if anyone was paying attention to the video game industry the last couple of years, they would have seen that Sony has been, you know, mopping up with almost no exclusives since launch. Mm-hmm. You know, they they've had a few good exclusives, um, you know, Bloodborne and um, Uncharted Four, um, you know, a couple of games like Until Dawn and and stuff, but that you know. Not really like a lot of system sellers, but they've been selling so many PS4s just on the on the strength of their third party lineup, and I I feel like gosh you'd have to be blind to not see that that's what's going on, that you just need to give a, a compelling piece of hardware with good with a lot of good games on it, even if they're not you know exclusive to your platform, you know people will respond to that, and so yeah I think I think it really does come down to is the hardware going to be powerful enough to, you know, get a port of, you know, I don't know, whatever the next battlefield is, you know, Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever it might be. And then also have a control scheme that's compatible with that. And on top of that, have Nintendo like kind of open their doors and be more welcoming of, of third parties and more, more, I guess, seeking after them more. You know, not just like being like, hey, you can you can develop for us. You can put something on this weird thing. Um, but like, you know, actually just like seeking out developer relations. Um, sure. In a way that they haven't in a long time. And I, um, I, I think another factor um, that I haven't seen talked about very much is is the short. The short lifespan of the Wii U and the um, extremely low sales of the Wii U. Yeah. Is that going to be kind of a rolling factor into the next console? Are people who bought Wii U's going to feel, you know, slighted and maybe not as inclined to purchase the next console right away because maybe they feel like they got burned with the Wii U by getting one? Yeah. Um, I think absolutely because I, I bought a Wii U and uh, we've, we've had a lot of fun with it. You know, we've, we have like all the big tentpole games for uh, for the Wii U. But like when I initially, as soon as I heard that, Oh, the new Zelda's coming out. I was like, yes, this is going to be awesome. You know, this is one of the games that validates my Wii U purchase, you know. Sure, I would have loved to see like a Mario Galaxy 3 on it, you know, of course. But like, you know, that didn't happen. And then so yeah, the Zelda's going to come out, but oh, but also it's going to come out on a brand new console and we're going to kind of quickly forget about the Wii U after that mm-hmm. one's out, you know. I was like, ah, oh, that that kind of like, I don't know. If people anyone out there's like felt the same way I did. I was just like, yeah, I don't know if I want to buy the next Nintendo console, if that's how they're going to do things, you know? Yeah. So I, I do have a counterpoint to, to this, you know, kind of gloom and doom that you guys have been kind of <laughs> portraying. Uh, so not only is the NX going to be the next Wii U, but it will also be the next 3DS. That and, is so true. And now, so the Wii U may have been lacking in third-party support. However, the 3DS actually has quite a few third-parties still making games for it. Square Square Enix, Atlas, Sega, Level 5, Capcom. uh, They're all making uh, 3DS games that are coming out this year. And um, so if all of these developers are like, hey, now we get a better piece of hardware that will probably... You know, have a. I think it will have a normal control scheme. If it doesn't, I'm sure Nintendo hope so. is insane. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I could easily see these these publishers taking these developers and saying, "Hey, make something for the NX now. Let's see what you guys can do." You know, um, and so, if that's the case, you know, I see a very bright future for the NX. Yeah. Because- so I mean, I, I think the same thing. Like, uh, 
it's but that all comes down to price point you know sure like, yeah because if you remember the 3ds was selling miserably until they did that really aggressive price uh cut after you know what uh, three months or something after launch they cut mm-hmm. it down like 40 or 50 dollars um and when that happened then yeah then it started picking up and then and then once the install base you know started to build then you know some, a lot of great games came to it so really I feel like to to get a handheld out there in enough people's hands, I guess, I guess you are kind of combining. So you'd have people who are interested in a new Nintendo handheld, but also people who want a new Nintendo console. Maybe that's enough to get over that initial hump of not having a great install base. And then people start developing games for it. I, without, without a doubt, I'll say this, I will for sure end up owning one because I have a (laughs) nine-year-old son who, as I told you guys, has an insatiable craving for Pokemon. <laughs> and so oh, he will... Imagine if Nintendo's like, hey, Pokemon Go is really successful. What if we make that a little bit more of a game and put it on the NX? And like yeah. you can like walk around and capture Pokemon in the real it's, world. <sighs> it's entirely possible. So I mean, th- you know, you know, they probably had an option to publish that game and they passed, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming. And man, they got to be kicking themselves because as soon as like their, their stock went through the roof and when then everyone the, realized when the game took off. Yeah. Then everyone realized, oh, well, there's not a Nintendo logo anywhere in this game. Like, <laughs> oh, we, we were dumb. And like their stock <laughs> prices just plummeted. So I, it, I feel bad. But like, yeah, I mean, you have to think everyone out there is sitting there looking at Pokemon Go and saying, man, we should have done this. And it, it, there are games already out there like that, you know, mm-hmm. that just didn't have a license like Pokemon that resonated with so many people. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah. Speaking I mean, of Pokemon I, Go, really quick. Yeah. Pikachu loves the park right outside my apartment now. And I catch like three Pikachus every day. I'm 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 pretty happy about and that. And you just sell them on the black market? Oh uh, we can't trade yet, but when we can, I'm gonna be trading Pokemon to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess the other side of this is Will Nintendo finally give us a twentieth, a twenty first century account management system so we can oh, actually please, carry yes. our game purchases from our virtual console stuff from the Wii U well, over to the NX. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think you'll. I don't think they're ever going to let you transfer virtual console purchases because that's like a huge well, you cash cow for them. Which, which you could, feels like a you double could burn, do that, really. Though. Like if if you know, again, rumors are true, and the NX has no way of being backwards compatible with any of your uh, Wii U games, which is yeah, very very likely um, given you know the hardware we're looking at. And then you also don't get to keep your your games your your digital games library, um, man. That that hurts. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was possible though to take your uh, your Wii Virtual Console games and transfer them via an SD card or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, into because your the Wii U. U had the backwards compatibility for the Wii, right? Yeah, and then boot into Wii mode. Yeah, yeah. And then you could play them. So I mean, it was a little bit of a hassle, but it could have been. It could be done. But so I just NX don't... will probably not have that. I they might find a way to run Wii U games like maybe digitally, like maybe any Wii U games you purchase digitally. I don't know if they still have that backwards compatibility stuff. I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. see. I mean, it's all, it's all speculation, but it's supposed to come out in the spring. So that's really not that far off for major hardware changes. I'm really curious to see what it ends up being. Mm -hmm. I know I'm going to end up buying one. Yeah. Um, I I probably will too. Just (laughs) because even though Nintendo's burned me, I still love them so much. And I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know if it's Stockholm syndrome at this point. I'm not sure, but yeah, uh, yeah. Want- they slap they slap my mouth at the dinner table and I just I just took them right back. <laughs> I have I have no patience for abusive relationships, so I'm out. 
<laughs> I, yeah, you you passed on the Wii U altogether. Yeah, uh, really. After and the 3DS. Yeah, after, yeah, I have no interest in the 3DS. It looks like garbage. Uh, it's not garbage. It's amazing. It's it one looks of the best like handhelds I've ever owned. Looks like garbage. It's the greatest the, and best. It's a garbage system for except garbage for the games. Vita. The Vita's I've never better. owned Vita's the Vita, so I, I oh, can't include that on my. <laughs> so good. <laughs> what are you saying, Mike? No, there's no way. No, no way. No way. You're buying an NX. You've no. already you've already sealed its fate. I I barely have enough time to play the really gorgeous games on the PS4. <laughs> uh, oh, but do you have time to play games on your Vita? Not as much time as I used to, unfortunately. Oh, not Although as much I did as you'd just, like. I did just load Pat Upon 3, so I will find some time to play that. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so so Mike gives the NX 0 out of 5 tacos. Well, I'm not rating it yet. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm just kind of... I in, give it... I'm in one of those well, boats right now. Yeah. Even if it comes out and it's pretty good, I've I've no desire to buy one right now. I just hope it comes out. It's got Zelda on there. It's got Mario Galaxy three, and because I'm going to own one, so I just I just hope it's good. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like a Batman movie at this point. Like I know I'm going to see him, so just make just it good, please. <laughs> just <laughs> uh, just please, just make so it good. So far. I, I'm going to be in the seat for two hours. It's going to cost me 30 bucks to see this thing. So please just make it good. I know it's not technically a Batman movie, but Suicide Squad's also not getting super great reviews. Oh, and yeah. that's kind of a bummer. And it, and it has Batman in it. So yeah. I'm contractually obliged to watch yeah. it. Yeah. So. That's rough. I feel for you. That's <sighs> my. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. That's enough. That is quite enough. Yeah, it's quite enough. End of the show plugs for men and women and women, but there there are no women present. Oh my goodness, this is this, this is a is, first. We're maturing the podcast. I like this. Oh, this is groundbreaking. It's about time we've included men and women in our end of the show plugs for men. I'm I'm gender swapping these end of the show plugs. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> And the show plugs for women. Uh-oh. Keep up with us at sbfvgs.com. Uh, you can check out our YouTube videos there. There's links to our store online. There are um, fun, fun little stories that Mike will write about trophy hunting Someday. every so often. Just a few more months um, to go. <laughs> and our, our episode posts will be there uh, in all their splendor. So, you know, and just go YouTube there. And our YouTube posts? Oh, no, I haven't done that, have I? I'm oh, yeah. not supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah so david will post the the new youtube stuff on there as well so you can check out his mass effect playthrough and overwatch videos and all the fun stuff so um yeah or you can go straight to the youtube which is bit.ly slash sbfvgsyt um you can go get our t-shirts and other merchandise at cafepress.com slash sbfvgs also I haven't had time to add any more but i did add two of our t-shirts on amazon.com oh yeah what's that url in there's you just go to amazon you search for super best friends video game sleepover and uh you will see we have two t-shirts the og uh hot cake shirt and the brand new uh pizza always wins t-shirt so cool thing is there you get yeah it's cheaper i think than uh cafe press and you can do your prime shipping the whole thing so pretty cool lots of different colors prime shipping yeah so i'm gonna i'll be adding more just i just haven't had any time to do it yeah can we get um, an official one up there the official oh yeah logo? With, the, with the logo yeah yeah, yeah. so I'll, I'll be adding that too it's about um, time i buy one of those i know i i gotta get one for myself so i can represent you yeah know? so i'll i actually get seven so i can wear one each day of the week um, <laughs> i like it 
But anyway, yeah. so uh, if you get a minute, leave us an iTunes review. We'd be very grateful. It helps people find the show. Um, you can support the show, of course, by signing up for a Gamefly trial at GameflyOffer.com slash SBFVGS. Try out some video games. Why not? Why Who's not? it going to hurt? I'm not driving. <laughs> uh, very special thanks to Eric Kruger for our podcast logo. You can uh, find us. Oh, and, and for his, his handsome face. Yeah. Thank you. And for his handsome. How thank you, you Eric. Forget? Thank you, Eric. <laughs> for that handsome handsome face you can find us on facebook.com slash sbfvgs you can follow us on instagram and twitter at sbfvgs podcast individually uh, we're on twitter as well i am barry white b-u-r-y-w-i-t-e mike is taco douglas david is david j tate you can uh, friend us with those names on psn um except for mike who for some reason is taco underscore douglas if you can believe it (sighs) I, yeah, I didn't know the rules when I made that. <laughs> so, friend uh, David and I on Xbox uh, as TTOE, that's David and Barry White, that's me. Um, you can also join the Super Best Friends video game sleepover PS4 community where we can chat, play some Overwatch, some Uncharted 4, whatever you guys want, really. Whatever you want. As long as we own it and you own it and we're on at the same <laughs> time and we happen to be in the mood to play online games. <laughs> Probably yeah, whenever you, but whenever you want. Uh, so that's all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover episode 49 thank you so much for listening Uh, we will be back every two weeks with more morons on gaming morons? are we the morons? we're the morons Okay, okay. I want to make sure we're not insulting other people (laughs) hit us up on Twitter or Facebook with your questions topics or musings if you want to be part of the show goodbye everybody bye goodbye oh gosh I can see you clapping this is awful Goodbye. A really hard leotard. <laughs> hey, a leotard. Thank you. That's the. That's what I'm looking for. A really hard leotard. That was the name of my punk band. <laughs>